It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
good God. Oh, I can get the witnesses. Is he a good God?
lift your hands where were you tonight? to worship for the first Saturday in July. It's July the 6th, 2019. I bring you greetings on behalf of our pastor, Reverend Dr. Millicent Black. I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise will continually be in my mouth. My soul make its boast in the Lord. Let the humble eat hear and be glad. O magnify the Lord with me, let us exalt his name together. Again, greetings on behalf of our pastor. It's a beautiful day here in St. Louis. I hope it's the same wherever you are. Thanks for taking time out of your Saturday evening to be with us. God welcomes you in his presence. We're here to learn 
grow, and to serve. This is the house of worship that was planted just for you to be able to be spiritually served, where we come to be a source of hope, encouragement, and purpose to targeted individuals in North America and around the world. Our desire is to support you and all of your spiritual endeavors. We pray that you leave today encouraged, refreshed, and renewed until we meet you again this time next Saturday. Now today, our serving team will consist of, of course, Reverend Millicent Black in her, her absence, but I do believe she's calling in from her vacation today. But we do have with us our guest speaker, Reverend Dr. Elizabeth Crook, who will be our guest speaker with the preach word for the hour. And I'm on. Welcome, uh, Reverend Crook. Thank you. You're welcome. Elder Carolyn Cunningham will serve as our worship leader today. Elder Carolyn will also give us a beautiful opening song. And then Elder Carolyn will give us our invitation to giving. Sister Helena Thompson serves as our talk show manager. And Sister Cheryl Harvey serves as the assistant talk show manager. And they're responsible for all the beautiful recorded music you hear every Saturday. Pastor Millicent, as I said, is going to call in from her vacation, her beautiful vacation, and she's going to uh, give us our altar prayer today. And then Elder Carolyn will extend the invitation to discipleship and response to the preach word. Now, just a reminder of our upcoming gatherings for the week. Now, a reminder, today we will celebrate the Lord's Supper and Elder Carolyn will remind you when to gather up your elements to partake in the supper. Please join us this coming Wednesday night for our small group Bible study. And again, we will be studying from the reading, excuse me, from the book, Possessing the Gates of the Enemy by Cindy, Cav- uh, Cindy Jacobs. The subject for this coming Wednesday's lesson will be the Ministry of Intercession. And then you can join us each Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday mornings for our early morning prayer call. That's each Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday mornings. Now that was uh, scheduled start time is 6.30 a.m., Eastern Standard Time, 5.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 3.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Now, I forgot to mention, don't forget, we have our Wednesday fasting every Wednesday from sunrise to sunset. Now, that goes along with our Bible study, and we'll have that through the duration of the study, which goes through September 25th. Don't forget, each Wednesday, 
will be fasting. Now, if you have health concerns, please follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. We want to draw nearer to God during this time, but please follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Now, mark your calendars, July the 19th, we have our virtual spiritual retreat, July the 19th. Our scheduled start time is 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It'll only be four hours. Mark your calendar. It'll only be, did somebody say, hmm, that'll be four hours only. So that's the virtual, it'll be online. Our virtual will be July the 19th. And it'll be more information to follow, and we'll, we'll make the announcement on the Saturday worship call, the newsletter, and the website. Okay, now our monthly prayer focus. This month, and I believe probably through the rest of the year, will be concerning our spiritual and numerical growth of the church. And we will be looking at the pastoral vision of the church will be seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness, will continue to lift up Christ, will be looking at the spirit of unity, the spirit of outreach, spirit of benevolence, of course the spirit of hospitality, how we welcome members as they come to the body of Christ, and we'll be seeking the burden of intercession according to God's will. And some of the um, scriptures we'll be using are uh, 2 Corinthians 5.20, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. And 2 Corinthians 3.9, for we are co-workers in God's service, we are God's field, God's building. 1 Corinthians 3.10, by the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder, and someone else is building on it, but each one should build with care. So those are some of the verse, verses that we're building on, and uh, Pastor we will be working with us as we build on this particular uh, prayer focus for the rest of the year. Now remember, as you go through the rest of the service, please mute your phones so that we can maintain the reverence of the service if there's any background noise where you are. So I thank you for your attention to the announcement. Uh, please don't forget to check the newsletter as a reminder for anything you've heard during the announcement, or don't forget to check the website at refugefromthestormchurch.org. And we thank Sister Cheryl for maintaining uh, the website. She's our um, website ministry leader. Now, if all of our hearts and minds are clear, we're going to turn our focus to worship. 
and we ask the Holy Spirit to manifest his presence in us and flow freely through the rest of our worship service and our praise and through the preach word as we unite in one accord. Now, after Elder Carolyn has come and uh, sang a beautiful opening hymn, after that time she will lead us through the rest of the service. So I say to you, please uh, be blessed in worship today. Amen. Thank you, Sister Gloria. We are one in the Spirit. We are one in the Lord. We are one in the Spirit. We are one in the Lord. And we pray that all unity may one day be restored. And they'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love. We will work with each other. We will work side by side. We will work with each other. We will work side by side. And we'll guard each man's dignity and save each man's pride. And they'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love. We will walk with each other. We will walk hand in hand. We will walk with each other. We will walk hand in hand. And together we'll spread the news that God is in our land. And they'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love. The scripture selected today is taken from the first book of Thessalonians, chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Let us pray a prayer from St. Augustine. O God, give me strength to live another day. Let me not turn coward before its difficulties or prove recreant to its duties. Let me not lose faith in other people. Keep me sweet and sound of heart in spite of ingratitude, treachery, or meanness. Preserve me from minding those things or giving them. Help me to keep my heart clean and to live so honestly and fearlessly that no outward failure can dishearten me or take away the joy of conscious integrity. Open wide the eyes of my soul that I may see good in all things. Grant me this day some new vision of thy truth. Inspire me with a spirit of joy and gladness and make me the cup of strength to suffering souls. In the name of the strong deliverer, our only Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, amen. 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 Now let us listen to a praise and worship song, which will be followed by the altar prayer.
Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come this day, Lord, to thank you for who you are. We thank you, Father, that in the midst of our trials and our tribulations, oh God, you have proven over and over again that you're still God. Lord, we pray today for those who are sick and afflicted. God, we hold up to you, Sister Loretta and her father asking, oh God, that you would move in a way that their entire family will know, God, that you have heard and answered their prayer. We pray, Father, for those who are receiving treatments of any kind, oh God, that you would strengthen their immune system, that you would strengthen their bodies, that you would strengthen their support system, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray as we come to you today that we are reminded, God, that your promise to us is no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against us in judgment, you, we shall prove to be in the wrong. God, your word says, this is our heritage as your servants, and our righteousness is of you. Father, in Jesus' name, we do hold up to you, God, all of those who are in the TI community. We pray, God, that you would open doors and make ways, that you would open hearts and hands, oh God. We pray, Father, that you would give courage and remind us of your grace and your mercy that is still working on our behalf. We pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that those who are weary and worn along this 
journey, that you would in, in, encourage them, God, to keep moving on a little while longer. We pray, Father, that you will strengthen their grip on the gospel flower and don't let them let go. We pray, Father, this day in Jesus' name that as we present to you our bodies as living sacrifices, that you, O oh God, would make us holy and acceptable in thy sight. Father, for we come today determined to worship you as God, to praise you as our Savior, Lord Jesus, to lift you up, O oh God, in this house of prayer and Hello. Did you all hear me, Carol? Caroline? Uh, now, now we can hear you. We you didn't you. hear me pray. You didn't hear me praying. Yes, but we we lost you during the prayer during uh, about the about a minute. Oh my goodness. Should I repray? Uh, I would say the the um the last paragraph. Straight out of my heart, I, but Father, we thank you, God, that your promise to us is. No weapon formed against us shall prosper, and every tongue that rises against us in judgment we shall prove to be in the wrong. Lord, your word says this is our heritage as your servants, and our righteousness is of you. We thank you, Father God, for going before us to open doors, to make ways, to open hearts and hands. Father, we thank you, God, that according to your word, that if you be lifted up, Jesus said he would draw all men unto him. And so today we lift you up, Lord Jesus. We thank you and honor you and bless you, Father God Almighty. And we praise you, Father God, for being who you are to us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor Mills. Thank you. Now to all worshipers on this call, this is your invitation to giving our church refuge from the storm provides refuge from targeting by tending to the spiritual needs of those of us who are targeted but we are also similar to other organizations in the targeted community in that we have financial needs to accomplish our goals but for those listeners who are able we'd like you to consider making a financial contribution you can do this in any way you'd like and in any amount. We welcome one-time donations as well as weekly, monthly, quarterly, or annual contributions. To make your contribution, please contact either the pastor, Reverend Millicent, by email at mgrace321 at gmail.com or contact Sister Gloria, our administrative assistant, at Refuge from Storm at AOL.com. Or you can go to our website at refugefromthestorm.org and make a contribution online. Thank you. Now, let us listen to a recorded praise and worship song in preparation 
for the introduction of our speaker of the hour, which will be followed immediately by the message she will deliver. Our guest speaker and deliverer of the message today 
is Reverend Dr. Elizabeth Crook. Reverend Elizabeth was born and raised in Jersey City, New Jersey, where she received her elementary and high school education. She received her Bachelor of Arts in Elementary Education and Master of Arts in Student Personnel Services from Jersey City State College. In May 2008, Elizabeth graduated with her Master's of Divinity from View University, and she received a ministry, a Doctor of Ministry degree from United Theological Seminary in Dayton, Ohio, in 2017. She received her call to ministry in the early 80s and another call in the early 90s, but pursued teaching prior to entering ministry. The daughter of the late Reverend Robert and Lucille Crook, Reverend Elizabeth attended Salem Baptist Church in Jersey City, In 2009, Minister Crook organized a group of praying women to pray for President Obama, elected officials, and the world. The Presidential Prayer Partners celebrated their fifth anniversary in October 2014. As a volunteer, she provides Christian services for the patients of the Manor Care Rehabilitation Center and she is a volunteer with the Pastoral Care Department of Robert Wood Johnson Hospital in Rahway, New Jersey. Not wanting to sit still, Elizabeth served as the chairperson of the International Awareness Committee of the North Jersey Alumna Chapter of Delta, which she has provided clothes, for orphans of Ghana and supplies for the Haitian people. Elizabeth is an associate minister of the Second Baptist Church in Rahway, New Jersey, where she is a member of the senior missionaries and is the church liaison to the Middlesex Central Association and the American Baptist Churches. Dr. Crook lives by her favorite scripture, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I give you Dr. Reverend Dr. Elizabeth Crook. Good evening, church. Good evening, Good evening. Dr. Black. Let me express my thanks to Reverend Dr. Black and to the members of the Refuge from the Storm Church for extending this invitation to me for tonight. Uh, I pray that all have had a beautiful day and that I will be able to leave you with a message that will help you go through your evening and tomorrow. Won't you turn with me to the scripture, Joshua 4. I'll be reading from verse 1 to 9. And I'll be reading from the New King James Version. Joshua, the fourth chapter, verses 1 through 9. 
Amen? And it came to pass when all the people had completely crossed the Jordan that the Lord spoke to Joshua, saying, Take for yourself twelve men from the people, one man from every tribe, and command them, say, Take for yourselves twelve stones from here, out of the midst of the Jordan, from the place where the priest's feet stood firm. You shall carry them over with you and leave them in the lodging place where you lodge tonight. Then Joshua called the twelve men who he had appointed from the children of Israel, one man for every tribe. And Joshua said to them, Cross over before the ark of the Lord your God in the midst of the Jordan. And each one of you take up a stone on his shoulder according to the number of tribes of the children of Israel. That this may be a sign among you when the children ask in time to come, saying, What do these stones mean to you? Then you shall answer them that the waters of the Jordans were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord when it crossed over the Jordan. The waters of the Jordan were cut off, and these stones shall be a memorial to the children of Israel forever. The children of Israel did so just as Joshua commanded and took up the 12 stones from the midst of the Jordan as the Lord has spoken to Joshua, according to the number of tribes of the children of Israel, and carried them over to a place where they lodged and laid them down there. Then Joshua set up 12 stones in the midst of the Jordan in a place where the feet of the priests who bore the Ark of the Covenant stood, and they are there to this day. Won't you pray with me? Father, touch my feeble tongue and remove Elizabeth from this body and fill her with your Holy Spirit. Then endure me with power from on high so your children can receive a word from you. I just want to look at verse 6 and 7 again. It says, this may be a sign among you when your children ask in time to come, saying, what do these stones mean to you? And then you shall answer them in the water of the Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord when it crossed over the Jordan. The waters of Jordan were cut off, and these stones shall be a memorial to you. If I could, if you would bear with me, I want to share with you on this subject. Can I get a witness? In 1963, Marvin Gaye's song, Can I Get a Witness, had many people repeating the verses and or singing the melody. He extolled the mistreatment of the one he loved who was causing him pain. He asked questions and wanted a witness that this treatment wasn't fair. Marvin reminded us that love can be sad, and his love especially was bad. Though she was driving him crazy, he was going to stick by her. Let me put a pin in that right there. I need a witness. Have you ever been in love and had the person you love not be reciprocal? 
you're working overtime to please them, and they just accepting it without trying to please you. A witness is something or someone you bring forth to testify to your truth. The witnesses for God in this scripture, besides Joshua and the Israelites, are the 12 stones. Why are 12 stones important? And why are they witnesses? These stones are important because they're a memorial or a sign of God's divine intervention. The rainbow serves as a memorial that the world would never again be destroyed by water. The Sabbath is a sign of rest. A fleece is a sign of answered prayer and God's approval. The stones are a testimony to him being who he said he is. It's a testimony that you could not have done it without God. Can I get a witness today from someone that says, I have had some divine interventions of God. When you needed a job, he showed up. When you needed to provide for your family, somehow he showed up. When you needed healing, he showed up. When an enemy or a friend lied on you and you were proven correct, he showed up. Can someone say, look at God. God has always provided a memorial or a sign, a witness to his greatness. Joshua chose 12 men to get 12 stones, one from every tribe. He didn't want anyone left out. The number 12 is significant in the Bible. It symbolizes God's power and completion. They are 12 sons of Jacob who became the 12 tribes of Israel. The priests had 12 precious stones in their breastplate. There were 12 spies sent to spy out Canaan, and there are 12 disciples. There are 12 gates to the new city with 12 foundations. There are 12 historical books in the Bible. Today we have 12 months in a year. Those 12 stones were to be a witness for the future generation that the Lord was there for our foreparents, and he'll be there for any current generation and for you. Well, let's see, view what Joshua and everyone, for uh, let everyone assess what God did. First, he gives you leaders. Look carefully at this scripture. What did God do for us? He revealed himself as I am. He appointed Joshua to take Moses' place as the head of the Israelites. And he told them to pick 12 leaders, one from every tribe. God is always seeking teachers and mentors for his children, not just for school teachers, but teachers of the word and mentors of obedience. Our biblical ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, all demonstrated how they walked with God. Joseph and Moses sought goddess for what they were to do. He has leaders and mentors, so we know his rules and commands and not go astray. God provides you with helpers. We, we don't always acknowledge them. But we need to listen to them, whether we recognize them or not. They are your mothers, your fathers, your grandmothers, your grandfathers, your aunts, your uncles, 
your neighbors, your teachers, your coaches, your counselors, someone who has gone before you to say, this is not the way or try it this way. We didn't always listen to them, and sometimes we still don't. But I know what they have done. They come by to do whatever they need to do to help us know which road not to take. If you think back over your life, you will be able to see that God has provided with you with many leaders and mentors, and they are not just family members. They could have been your friends' parents, your church school teachers, or your elders from the community, your choir directors, or your neighbors. Most were olders and have been through some storms and just wanted you to hear what they had learned in life. Now they're going to try to assist you in navigating your journey. We tend to half hear them as we are determined to do it our own way. Be careful that you don't dismiss everyone or anyone, because anyone at times can have something important to contribute to your life. The Bible tells us that the mouth of the righteous speak wisdom. So get wisdom and get understanding. The second thing we learned, that stones are a memorial for God. The 12 stones represent God's authority and completion. They were taken from the middle of the Jordan, not in the beginning when the Israelites started crossing, or at the end when they finished crossing. It was to demonstrate a point. Have you ever called out to God when you encountered a problem and he didn't answer? Well, when you really thought it was a problem when it first happened, it really wasn't. I almost lost my patience with God. Can anyone attest to that? Because he didn't come when I first called him. How about the day you got to notice you were losing your job and you didn't know how to pay the rent or feed your family or someone who had not contributed as much as you to the workplace was getting a promotion? But I came to tell you there was no need for you to trust God as you encountered the problem because it had not become a problem as of yet. And it's not for him to say your trust at the end because by the time you've gone through the storm, you've already developed trust in God and it's been revealed. But think about when the winds are raging. You are looking for God. That's when your trust in God is revealed and tested. When you think you might give up, you have tears running down your eyes and you call his name in the midst of your troubles. These are times when you have to remember the prior times in your life when God has shown up. The stones came from the middle of the river because that's where the priest stood. That's where the waters were raging, even up above your head. That is where God meets you when the toughest part in the middle of your problems. The priests were holding the Ark of the Covenant, the symbol of God's Lord and his miracles, the Ten Commandments, the manna, and Aaron's budding rod. The word of God was there to help, and his word is still here to help. 
but we do not always recognize it. Don't always look at the beginning. He may not be there. Now, by the time you get to the end, he was slow to you, but he was right on time. The 12 stone memorial is a testament to God's characteristics that I am. I am who you need me to be. These stones also represent 12 characteristics that you need to know about God so that you know that he will never leave you or forsake you. God is El El God, the most high God. He can deliver from you from anything. God knows all, for he is the creator of the universe. He is Elohim, the all-powerful one. God knows all, sees all, creates all, and is everywhere at all times. God can change minds and hearts. Jehovah, he is the one who is self-existent. God told Moses, I am who I am. I am the Lord. He is our Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will provide. I know I can get a witness that someone has said, I didn't know how I was going to feed myself or my family. But next thing I know, a neighbor knocked on the door and brought some food. That was God. He has always provided. He provided a ram when Abraham was as a substitute for Isaac. Jesus told us that God is the bread of life, and anyone who comes to him will be provided for. Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. God can heal us. He provided his son Jesus to heal not only our bodies, but our minds from sin and unrighteousness. I tell you, you got to look at God. Sometimes you just stand in the middle of your day and say, what a mighty God I serve. Now can I get a witness that throughout your life, God has provided for you. Whether it was food or clothing or a job or a car, or maybe just a good friend who was a good ear. God has provided. Maybe you can witness, I have been real sick, but God healed me. Just look at God. Six, Jehovah Rotha, the Lord is my shepherd. King David wrote the psalm, the Lord is my shepherd, and as long as he is, he will lead you in the right place. Let God be your shepherd. Then he's Jehovah Nisi. The Lord is your banner. God stands with you. He prevailed with Moses in his fight with the Amalek. He, even when Moses' arms had to be held up by Aaron and her, our role is to be covered by putting on his armor. Put on the whole armor of God. Be strong in the Lord and be a witness to the strength of his power. God is also Jehovah Shabbat, the Lord of hosts and the Lord of armies. He's Jehovah Shalom. He is your peace if you grab hold of him. He brings inner peace and harmony. He will defeat your enemy when you surrender to him. He's also Jehovah Makindish, the Lord who sanctifies. He sets you apart. He is also Jehovah Tanishku, the Lord of righteousness, 
God gave us Jesus to make us righteousness through him. And Jehovah Shema, the Lord is there. When you look, look around and you're wondering where he is, he's right there. He is your companion. Be still and know that I am God. He's not just in the church. He is in you if you open up and surrender to him. Just look at God. He's our banner, and he stands with you when you fight, and he directs his army, then gives you peace. He provided not only his begotten son to be our righteousness and sanctified us, he has provided us with a way to get to heaven. Can you say today? Other holes are need to heal yet. Just get out. These 12 characteristics of God assist in letting you to know him and develop your knowledge of him. Once you become aware of his characteristics, the more trust you have in him. Trust allows for obedience, and obedience is better than sacrifice. Your hope increases because hope is confidence that what God has done for us in the past guarantees our participation in what God will do in the future. Faith is the insurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Holding on to God's will turns your fear into faith. Now that you've learned about God, you have something to do. You've got to tell somebody, especially those who come behind you. What are you going to tell your children? What are you going to tell your grandchildren, your nieces, your nephews, your next-door neighbor's children? Somebody that's a little behind you. Don't forget to share how you made it this far. You didn't come without hitting some potholes. You didn't come without making some detours. You have to tell the children how you held on to God's hand and how you served the Lord while you were still dancing with the devil. What will your legacy be to those behind you? What kind of new shoes did you put on? A legacy is a personal gift that an ancestor has left for you. Most of our ancestors didn't have a lot of riches to leave us. Our ancestors fought slavery, but they left us hope for a better day. Our elders may not have had much money, but they gave us their God. How many of you can witness when Saturday rolled around, you were preparing your outfit for Sunday? Early Sunday morning, you were making your way to church, walking perhaps a mile or two. When I was 10, I lived at least a mile and a half from my church. But Sunday school began at 9 a.m. And my mama reckoned that if I could get up 7 to get prepared for school by 8.15, that certainly I could get up at 7.30 to be down the church by 9. Devotional was at 10.45 and church was at 11. And on first Sundays, you got out of church at 2 p.m., and returned at 5 p.m. for what they call the Lord's Supper. It wasn't communion at that time. Grandma didn't have much money, but she had a dime for the five grandchildren that lived in her house on that Sunday. 
I still owe the Lord Monday from those communion Sundays because there was a candy store across from the church. Our ancestors gave us their God, and then they turned around and gave us the money to give to God. But sometimes ice cream as little children were more important than a God. But as we grew, we realized that God was the dessert. They didn't have riches, but they left us their Bible, their favorite scriptures, their favorite recipes, or jokes, sayings, that, or sayings that gave them comfort. Someone here today can witness that someone, a relative or a friend, had said something to them that made them ponder or laugh or reflect on their life. We were mentored as children and as adults to serve God. Reach for the stars and be kind and never forget where you came from. God mentored Abraham. He mentored Isaac. Isaac mentored David. Moses mentored Joshua. And Elijah mentored Elisha. Throughout the Bible, there are stories of people mentoring. So when we realize that we set up a memorial, we have to mentor someone so they'll understand what the memorial means. Can I get a witness? I know you can say it. Only God left us. Only take heed to yourself and diligently keep yourself. Least you forget the things your eyes have seen and least lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life. And teach them. Teach them to your children and your grandchildren. Those, those, that direction came from the Lord himself. And it didn't change much because when Jesus was returning to heaven, he instructed the disciples, go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them, to observe all things that I command you. Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Can I get a witness that you are here because God has been good to you? He has led you, he has fed you, and he has protected you just like he did with the Israelites even when we still complain. We are God's children, and his heart is always open to us. He sent Jesus when we, we were so wicked that he could not stand to look upon us. His son looked over and said, I'll go down, and he came down and saved us. And this is why we celebrate, because without Jesus, without the cross, there could be no Resurrection Sunday. So today we give honor for the Son of God who came down and saved us. The memorial is that he loved this world and he still loves us and we are saved because of his Son. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Elizabeth, for
for your very inspiring message of God's 12 characteristic present in our lives. And we pray that we fully embrace him and his characteristics and hold them dear in our hearts. Amen. Amen. Now, let us let us listen to a praise and worship song as we prepare our hearts and gather our elements of a piece of bread, cracker, and water, juice, or wine to partake in Holy Communion. As we seek Him, God will supply all of our needs according to His riches and glory. This song reminds us of that fact. Whatever you face, remember this Corey Tin Boom said there's no fit so deep. That God's love is not deeper still. A real simple song. And it goes like this. It says,
Amen. 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 I invite you to this table in the name of the one who said, I am the bread of life. This is the table of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is here that we remember how he gave his body and his blood to save us. On the night he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread and after giving thanks to God, broke it and gave it to his disciples. He said, take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us pray. Thank you, Jesus, for loving us, even unto death. Send your spirit upon us so that we may know that all who eat and drink at your table, in our congregation, and around the world, are one body, one holy people. The bread of life, Jesus' body, broken for you. Now you may eat the bread. After supper, Jesus took the cup of wine, and after giving thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, remember me. Let us pray. Lord, Give us clean hearts, forgiving hearts, praising hearts. As we drink this, we join with our brothers and sisters in heaven and on earth, giving thanks to you in an endless song of praise. Amen. Now you may drink the water, the juice, or the wine. The blood of Christ was shed for you. We have come to the Lord's table. We have eaten the bread of heaven. The Holy Spirit will transform us from within so that we can see with Jesus' eyes, hear with Jesus' ears, speak with Jesus' mouth, feel the world as Jesus feels, to taste and see that the Lord is good. Go into your week nourished, by the bread of life. Let us celebrate receiving Amen. the body and blood the body and blood of Christ by listening to a praise and worship song. It will be followed by the invitation to discipleship. Amen. Great. It's good. Good our God. Remember the works of your hands. We 
try to get through this one here. And I still remember the day you saved me, the day I heard you call out my name. You said you loved me and would never Amen. Amen. We will remember. We thank all of you who are worshiping with us today on the phone or on the Internet. We invite you to discipleship and offer a prayer of salvation. We pray that you've received all the blessings that God has given you during this service. Remember, Jesus loves you. He is in the healing business for those who are lonely, brokenhearted, or at the end of their rope. Here are some steps to take on the road to salvation. Admit you're a sinner. Be willing to repent or turn from sin. Believe that Jesus Christ died for you and rose again. Invite Jesus into your heart to be your Lord and Savior. Pray this prayer. Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know I am not where I want to be, and I want your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus died on the cross to pay the price for my sins. Please wash me clean from all sin, shame, and guilt. Come into my life, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior. I ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen. 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 Unite with Refuge from Storm Church or Bible Church. Amen. In your Amen. local community, start reading the Bible. Email us at mgrace321 at gmail.com or to become a member for prayer or for suggestions on how to start your journey through the Bible. We urge you to read a daily devotional to get the most inspiration from the Holy Spirit during your Bible reading. Here are some suggestions for devotionals that are, first, free online. Our own Refuge from Storm newsletter, published weekly. To receive it, if you're not on our list, just send an email to refugefromstorm at aol.com. Other free online devotionals are ourdailybread.org, intouch.org, GraceFox.com and Pastor Rick 
org. To have free devotionals sent to your residence, go to ourdailybread.org and intouch.org. For purchase, both online and in print, we recommend for those who are new to the Bible, to studying the Bible, we recommend upperroom.org. Thank you. Now let's listen to our final worship and praise song for this day, which will be followed by final remarks and the benediction. Thank you. 
Thank all of you who have come to worship with us today. Yes. This is Reverend Cook. Am I supposed to say something? Uh, After, um, can you say, first of all, can you say the benediction? Yes. Okay. And after the, okay, and after, thank you. After the benediction, can you, Say to pray with us. Okay. All right. Thank you. We thank all of you who have come to worship with us today at the Refuge of Storm Church. We pray that you've been spiritually nourished and nurtured by the worship service through scripture, prayers, the praise song, and the message, which Reverend Elizabeth delivered to us today, and we thank her. Again, we hope that you return next Saturday. We also thank all of the ministry team members who contributed to the service today. That includes Sister Gloria, who introduces the service and who produces our lovely and highly informative newsletter, which also serves as the church's written guide to spiritual matters. Also, we thank Sister Helena, who manages the talk show board, and Sister Cheryl, who assists her. If you would like to pray with us uh, during the week, this summer we are meeting on the conference call on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday mornings at 6.30 Eastern, 5.30 Central, and 3.30 Pacific time. Our Bible study meets on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. p.m. Pacific time. We are studying, as Gloria mentioned at the beginning of the service, we are studying from the book Possessing the Gates of the Enemy by Cindy Jacobs with the focus on intercessory prayer. To complement the study, we're also suggesting a corporate fasting from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m on the day of the Bible study. This suggestion is only for those whose health permits it. Now we will have the benediction from Reverend Elizabeth Crook. We end on a very good note. I am a child of the king. Now unto the God that will keep you safe and sound, the God of peace, the God of joy, the God of happiness. May he touch each and every one of us from the top of our heads to the soles of our feet. Fill us with his hope and with his joy that we find in his son, Jesus Christ, and bless us all week long. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Reverend Elizabeth. That concludes our service. For all of those who would like prayer,
who have a prayer request, uh, Reverend Elizabeth will take your prayer request once the recording has stopped. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.